Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Greg and Chad's Power Half Hour on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. And this very special episode is a where are they now? Because it's been a whole month since our last episode. In fact, our last episode dropped on my 40th birthday back July 5th. Uh, So, Chad, we were very absent in July. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't realize that it had been a month. And uh, when you told me the topic, I thought we were going to just spend the half hour hunting for Waldo, which <laughs> would be a very boring podcast for the listener. Or um, Carmen San Diego. True. Hey, we could play that. Um, you know, little tidbit when they, at the height of the Carmen San Diego popularity, they released a board game uh, based on it. And, you know, it was like a map of the United States and like each state had mainly the capitals and maybe like one other sure. town listed. My hometown is listed on that because the guy who created it, I think, was married to someone from my hometown. So he put it on there as a little homage. Gift. Yeah. A little Easter egg. Exactly. I back in the early 90s when. Uh, computer programs were on three and a half inch floppy disks. Yes. And printers were the um, dot matrix. Dot matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we had a computer game. And I think one of the reasons I always appreciated the Carmen San Diego franchise is mm-hmm. it was always meant to educate. Uh, where in the world is Carmen? You know, it's taking you to yeah. two different geographical locations. We had one called Where in Time is Carmen San Diego. So that was more history based. And that was a lot of fun that I never beat. Never, never found uh, Carmen. Well, and then, you know, keeping on the theme of where are they now? If you go to the Carmen San Diego TV show, if you remember that, where is, or where are, where is, where are I, however you want to verbiage it, where are Rockapella? Oh, that's a good question. My guess is the ones who are still alive probably are uh, living in some modest duplex, uh, you know, trying to, they, they like get together once in a while for some doo-wop. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think one of them probably ended up face down in a gutter somewhere. Well, I'm looking at their website now. Oh crap. Um, <laughs> You're going to fact check me. <laughs> I, I don't remember who was in the band. I know there's one guy on here that definitely I remember from the band, but, uh, uh, yeah, they are. They will be out on tour. I'm trying to see. It looks like it's more your area, but the hey. closest, the closest. Um, if you would want to go see them, Sunday, December fourth, you can go to Jasper, Indiana. Uh, what if I don't want to go see them? Well, they're still going to be there, but <laughs> okay. you don't have to go. All right, I probably won't go. Yeah, December is usually pretty busy for us. All right, just Bye. like July was. Chad, because because you went on vacation apparently, and I went I on, never heard from you. Right, I went on uh, a vacation and a half. Uh, so my birthday we mentioned is on the fifth of July. On the eighth, I had a work getaway uh, to Branson, where the boss paid for everybody. Uh, you know, all, all the all the guys, their wives and kids could come to. And we kept uh, decided to keep our kids uh, uh, at home. They stayed with grandma and grandpa. Um, 
so we could have just a weekend in Branson and, and that was nice. And, uh, uh, so we got home on the 10th of July and on the 17th of July, the following Sunday, uh, we packed up the kids and we headed North for a vacation to uh, Wisconsin Dells. And that was an experience. Chad, you vacation a lot. You go on, maybe let me rephrase. You go on a lot of trips. In fact, uh, earlier this week, you were getting back from uh, one location, one destination, I should say. But you never traveled with small children, Chad. Well, thanks to court orders, no. <laughs> oh, no. God. <laughs> and I didn't know Jeffrey Epstein. So. Oh, oh really? Oh, I had to go there. By positive. the way, you know, you know, uh, Justine Maxwell was like convicted months ago, and we still have no idea who was on that list of clients. We'll never know, Chad. We'll never know. We will never know. Um, yeah, you know, here's a little question I'll throw back at you real quick before I get into my my traveling, because I had this uh, conversation with a friend a few years ago. Are you a vacationer or a traveler? And the difference in my mind is a traveler will go and explore a place where a vacationer will go and just stay in basically one location. It's like, oh, I want to go somewhere and go to the beach. And that's all. I, I just want to relax. It's more like going to a nice hotel and staying there as opposed to traveling and seeing sights and sounds and wonders and meeting the locals. Uh, so great question. Uh, really top notch question. Let, let's, I'm going to answer it a couple of different ways because this was our first like actual vacation since September of 2012. And in that vacation, my wife and I went to your neck of the woods, San Diego and Los Angeles and uh, Oceanside, California, I believe, which is about smack dab in the middle of both. Um, and but we had specific things, you know, like we did Universal Studios. We went and saw a Nebraska UCLA game at the Rose Bowl, not the Rose Bowl game, but the Rose Bowl Stadium. Uh, we, we saw some friends, you know, we we did a few things, but we didn't do a ton of exploring. We went down to Bran. I mean, I feel like it's a really good question under under Darren, I, I would like to say that I'm a traveler, but I think I'm more a vacation slash vacationer slash tourist when we went to branson uh, uh a few weeks back we you know like the only thing that we had to do as a company was meet for breakfast saturday morning the rest of the time was ours and so we went to uh table of the rock table rock something like that i mean it's a touristy thing it's a two and a half mile very scenic very lovely uh golf cart self-guided golf cart trail you know, you get in and you drive around and you go through caves and by waterfalls and, and very, very scenic, very close to the Missouri, Arkansas border. But we did that. I mean, that's a, a tourist thing. We, we walked around uh, Branson a little bit touristy stuff. Yeah, We didn't get out, you know, and, and granted, we had really one day that we had Saturday. We got in uh, Friday night, uh, you know, met some coworkers for some drinks, things like that. Did the breakfast, did Saturday, and then we left, rolled out Sunday morning by about eight o'clock going to Wisconsin Dells, especially with the kids. I mean, it was all hyper-focused on entertaining the youngsters making, but we have two different age groups of youngsters. We have my oldest who's going into first grade and the twins are going to be a year and a half old later this month. Uh, so we got up, did activities 
in the morning and we had to try to make sure we were back to uh, the place where we were staying because twins need naps. I needed naps, <laughs> you know? So at my heart, I'd love to say that I like to get out there and explore and, and get off the beaten path. But at least right now I'm, I'm smart enough. I'm, I'm self-aware enough to just say we're vacationers. Yeah. That makes sense with kids. So uh, my next question was but, when you, were oh, I was going to say, what about you? I feel like you're a, you're a traveler. I'm a traveler. Yeah. Cause that was the conversation that I was having a few years ago. That was the um, uh, discussion. The tipping point was like, my friend was like, Oh, I just want to go to like Fiji and just sit on the beach and read a book. And I'm like, I live in California. I can go to the beach anytime, which granted, yes, Fiji beach is probably a little nicer, probably less homeless people, <laughs> uh, you know, but I get bored at the beach. I, if I'm just sitting somewhere um, and if I'm at some place that I've never been before, yeah, I want to get out and see, you know, like, um, you know, case in point, I mean, I've been to New York several times and mm-hmm. I was just there back in March and, um, and yeah, we didn't do as much touristy stuff as I'd done before. And, and not that I would have been opposed to it because I was with someone who had only been to New York once. So if they wanted to do certain things, I would be like, cool. Yeah, we can do that again. But uh, yeah, my plan is, my, you know, my thinking is if I'm spending so much money to travel, I want to see where I'm going to. I, if I, you know, I spend enough time in my apartment alone that I don't need to just travel someplace else and sit in a hotel right, or right. sit you know, by a pool. So I, I'm definitely not. And, and maybe it's, you know, my own self-consciousness yeah. with my, my, my build. Like, I'm not just a, let's go sit by the pool and take my shirt right. off. Cause I don't want to see that. I can't imagine anybody wants to see that. I don't think my wife wants to see it. Uh, re, re, a recent survey pulling the one individual. She's like, no, you can keep your shirt on. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of uh, when we were on the WrestleMania 27, 28 tour and we i went to key west with a bunch of uh, our international friends and uh, if you i don't know if you've been to key west but apparently there are a lot of clothing optional places including the hotel slash bed and breakfast type place that we were at that had a pool Ooh. that was in the back and it was clothing optional and there were some other guests that came over and started talking to us and we're like oh yeah we're gonna be back at the pool you know later tonight you gotta come out and we're like no, we do not want to see that at all. Like right. that is, um, no, I, I think, just- I think getting kind of to the heart of your question, like I, if I'm just sitting in a hotel room or something, I do, I get antsy, yeah. you know, similarly, I kind of like you, I I've paid money. I want to go do things. You know, I I've, I've paid to get here to this destination in one form or another, be it, you know, airfare or, or gas or, you know, renting, uh, you know, the, the lodge or whatever it is. Like, I don't want to, it's great, but I don't want to sit there. I want to go out and at least do something, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So I am the same way. I, I want to explore. I want to see, you know, cause it might be a place that I want to come back to, but if you don't go out and see it, you never know. Uh, and that's, that's one of the things I didn't mean to cut you off, but like with Wisconsin Dells, I mean, that's a place that we can go back. I'm not saying we will, but we could ostensibly go back you know, every other year for 10 years or more. And, you know, especially as the twins get older and, and, you know, do things that we couldn't do this time or do more things because we don't have to, you know, lop it off the day at 1130 or 12 for, for naps, you know? So there's just so much to do. And we, we only did a small fraction of it. So it's, you know, 
Yeah, kind of like nobody's ever made this comparison before, probably. But Wisconsin Dells is like the family version of New York City. There's so much to do. You can't do it all in one stay. Hmm. There you go, Wisconsin Dells. Free, free, uh, free publicity for you. Uh, I would say, you know, along those veins, uh, after this podcast, you should go look up Stephen Lynch's uh, submission for the tourism uh, slogan of Tennessee. He, he wrote a little song talking about his love of Tennessee. And let me just say, there, he, he says he, he's never heard back from the tourism board, but there's probably a good reason. Um, but I was going to say, when you're in Wisconsin, uh, did you see any farmers we actually went to a place uh, very near to our uh, lodging. That was the Country Bumpkin. Um, oh, it, there's more to it. It was like farm and, and fun place. So, yeah, you are familiar enough with the Belleville area. Are you familiar with Eckert's? Like That's Eckert's Orchard? Oh, no. Okay. So, this was, I mean, they had like fresh picked fruit, but they also had, you know, like petting zoo and, and, good old home, you know, rural style, you know, places that the kids can climb and jump and play on. Like they took a combine and turned it into a slide, you know, that type of stuff. Yeah. I was just wondering, cause I've heard, you know, there are farmers in the Dale. I'll tell you what, uh, it, it, my wife and I made this observation, both there was no road construction in Wisconsin. Oh. You, know, we, you know, we, we had to go, I don't know exactly how many miles high Wisconsin is as a state, but we got a third of the way in there. No construction on the, on the main interstates, which is the opposite of Illinois. And my wife, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I was just in Michigan, um, you know, this last weekend and on the way back to the airport, we joked that the Midwest has two seasons, winter and construction. Yep. Uh, But my wife was talking to uh, someone at work, and she said, yeah, we, we were just up in Wisconsin. And this individual said, oh, did you happen to notice the roads? No, roads look okay. And they said, did you happen to notice how clean they are? Apparently, it is state law that if you are caught littering in Wisconsin on, on the highway, you now are in charge of a, that strip of highway, be it a quarter mile, half mile, mile, whatever it is. And it's your job for a year, two years, whatever it is to keep it clean. And if you don't, they will find you. Meanwhile, in Illinois, it's just chucking stuff out the window whenever you want. Uh, I'm trying to remember because I was in Wisconsin three years ago. I don't remember how clean the roads were, but uh, I did not go to the Dells, but I've heard they're, they're fun. They're good. Very, very, very touristy, but, but also, um, I, I'm trying to like touristy, but family friendly. I mean, like there was nothing there that I couldn't take my kids to, especially as they got older. You know, there's stuff I wouldn't take them to right now because there's like the ghost ship and you know things like that. But as they get older, yeah, I mean, there's nothing that's there's nothing I don't think would be unsafe to take a family to. So again, Wisconsin Dells, you're welcome. All right, but that's just. My July, Chad, you also have been kind of busy, kind of busy. Yeah, I started the month out. I was back in your neck of the woods in the Midwest, and uh, that was fun. 
um, let's see. I, I got there on July 4th. On July 5th, I took my nephew to the Motley Crue Def Leppard Poison Joan Jett concert at Bush Stadium. The concert started at 4 p.m. with a heat index of 113 degrees. And by 1030, when we left, it had cooled down to a breezy 105 degrees. <laughs> yeah, not exactly whether you want to rock and, you know, rock out to and when you're wearing your black, all black attire. Def Leppard shirt yeah. from their 1988 farewell tour. Uh, they have not. Def Leppard has never gone on a farewell farewell tour. Although Motley Crue did play their final tour in 2015, which I was at the very last show, which is like, we'll never tour again. And then four years later, they're like, so we changed our mind. We like making money. And uh, yeah, no, but uh, Joan Jett was good. Poison was good. Def Leppard was good. Two songs into Motley Crue, my nephew looks at me and says, man, these guys suck. Aww. I said, no, no, the band is good. Vince Deal just is not a good singer. Doesn't have it anymore. Um, you know, I, I first saw Motley Crue back in 1989. And you can go on YouTube and find I saw them in St. Louis. And there is a video of the concert from Kansas City, which I believe is the night after the one I saw. Yeah. Looking back now, Vince Neal didn't have it then either. Oh man, which begs the question. I know you're a, a hair metal guy yeah. from from way back when hair metal was when I could know. grow hair. Yeah. Well, well, <laughs> but back when I mean that was it. Like that yeah. was the the mainstay. Did Vince Neil ever have it? You know, I think in the early early days, maybe. But I think once they started really getting popular and you know hitting the road for a year or two at a time, and yeah, I I just I don't think he's kept. Uh, you know, the vocal uh, exercises or right. what you do to keep your vocals intact. Yeah. So well, that'd be tough. I mean, realistically that, you know, I, another band that's new metal or a band that I saw back in 2001, oddly enough, and I don't like say this to brag, but I saw them at the points fish fry on Sunday, September 2nd, 2001. Uh, they were a, a mid-card band. Uh, oddly enough, they were on before the likes of uh, Nickelback or P.O.D. or Three Doors Down. They were all, for some reason, on, on this same lineup, and that was Mudvayne. And 20-something years ago, I was the biggest Mudvayne. Oh, I've seen the photos. Yeah, thank you. Um, and they're back touring again. It's just like that style of music. I don't know how, how you sustain that kind of gravelly, ah, you know, yeah. type of, of performance, night in, night out. But, you know, they're back. I, I think they, they took some time off, but but they're back. Uh, that's, you know, it, it's not, look, kudos to the people who do want to go out there. I, not at a place, like, I I will enjoy the music for what it was and how it made me feel as an angsty 20-year-old. Um, <laughs> but, like, the last concert that I went to was Trans-Siberian Orchestra, and I enjoy the hell out of that. I've heard they're good. Especially if you like Christmas music, I, I do. Yeah, I mean it's really it's and it's it's music that tells a story, Chad. Oh. Where are you going to get that? You're not going to find that anywhere else. The music that tells a story. Um, if you go watch Weird Al, he likes to tell stories. He's a storyteller. I'd go see a Weird Al show. I would. You should. Uh, do you, I don't. 
we've we've done our our weird al appreciation show yeah so we don't need to dip back into those back into that. waters yeah. so um yeah. but i know you mentioned that like yeah greg you went on vacation then i never heard from you again <laughs> i did not die it is important to note um it's just man some days you know like we got we broke up the drive to wisconsin over two days mm-hmm. and we got to rockford illinois in one and then we got, uh, you know, and then we stayed at a hotel and that was a nightmare. And I don't necessarily want to relive that. I think it's over on, I think I told that story over on, uh, um, nerd United. Um, but, it, but a hotel with five, one hotel room, two beds, two pack and place that we brought ourselves five humans, including two, you know, toddlers was a very long night with very little sleep. And so by Monday morning, we hadn't even made it to Wisconsin Dells yet. And I'm like, no, I'm just ready to go home. <laughs> like, it's a Friday yet. I'm ready to go. So on Friday, we just drove power through and drove all the way uh, home. And, and I was pretty wiped at that point, Chad, and, and took a couple of days to recover. And then the, then we had the good fortune. The twins got sick last week. And then my oldest got sick this past weekend. So um, we, we have had a revolving door of, of cleaning floors and, washing linens from puke well uh two things real quick one when you got to rockford was there a big sign saying home of cheap trick because i've never been to rockford and and two i'm blaming the midwest because as you could probably tell from listening to me i am severely congested now and have been this way ever (laughs) since i got back from (laughs) illinois at the beginning of July, it, it's um, honestly, I feel like the, the entire Midwest could adopt Nebraska's uh, uh, Bureau of Tourism motto or, or whatever it is. The Nebraska state motto is Nebraska. It's not for everyone. And they mean it. Yeah. Um, But anyway, yes. So I don't really have a segue. Uh, So I'm just going to go with, as I mentioned, I was in Michigan this past weekend, um, which was just a, not really a, a travel vacation type thing, or I guess it was more vacation. It was just going and visiting my girlfriend's family, meeting them for the first time. And we just hung out at her, at her parents' place. And then on Sunday, uh, her dad has a boat. So we hopped in the boat, went out to Lake Michigan and just kind of hung out. And I have to say that that lake was uh, warmer than I expected it. It's, I think, warmer than I've ever experienced the ocean being warm. So it was nice. It was, it's nice. I mean, the area she's from is very much like the area that I am from in Illinois. Mm-hmm. So it's very, like, uh, you know, familiar. Like, oh, yeah, familiar. That's a good word. Um, but yeah, so that I've, I was only there for the weekend. She's still there currently as we record this. And, uh, but yeah, that's, that's been my trip. And now we're like both be like, okay, now we need an actual vacation vacation. We need to go someplace nice. And I keep suggesting Bakersfield. She says, stop. We're never going to Bakersfield. Dwight Yoakam has very nice things to say about Bakersfield. Thank you very much. No, the, uh, there's the Buck Owens something museum and concert venue there. It is like the meth capital of California, though, isn't it? Uh, probably. Okay. Yeah, but you know that's just like being back home. So uh, we, we do have Centralia 
in, in, yeah. in my closer to my vicinity, not so much yours. So, and if you're from Centralia and you're listening to this, you know, it's true. <laughs> like, let's face it. All right. Your city is garbage. Yeah. Truth hurts. The truth hurts. That's a good one. Uh, so we, you know, we, we talked a little bit about what we have been up to and we're going to do our very best to keep the content uh, a coming back as we promised. You know, when we did this, when we started this show in 2020, we brought you 52 weeks of consecutive content and then we took 2021 off. <laughs> and, and now here we are back in uh, uh, 2022. Took me a minute to get there. And we, you know, what I like about the show, Chad, uh, is you're not beating down my door every week, pressuring me to record. Our sponsors aren't putting a lot of heat on us to uh, uh, get the show out there. So it's, it's a little bit more... And, and there's nothing like current eventy about, yeah. you know, like the, uh, the Husker show that I do the five heart podcast over at coronation.com is, I mean, that's essentially all current event. Like we don't do any like throwback retro shows. Um, and then the nerd United is, you know, it's what, what's the news? What's, you know, what trailers are out? What movies did we see? What comics did we read? Things like that. So again, that's still feels very current, but what I love about, the power half hour is that it's it, we don't we don't have any of those constraints. It's it's a little more flexible in, in what we do. Doesn't mean that we'll never have four hundred consecutive weeks of content, a la Kevin Huntsberger, my one two three cents the podcast. Yeah, that's exactly what it means. Um, but what it also means is that we don't stress. You know, it, it's you know I'll send you a message. I. I for the purposes of, of those who are listening to this, which is everybody, because we don't do this on video, but I did put my hand up to my face like I was making a call, but really I should look. It's like, hey, do you want to record? And one of us will say either yes or no. And the follow-up will be, well, what's the topic? And it'll either be, I can't think of one or we'll mix it, you know, go we'll on the fly. The yeah. Exactly. And so there's no pressure. And, and if we don't record, you know, I, I, I apologize, Chad, if, if the half hour that you spend with me is the highlight of your week, a, I'm sorry. Uh, but two, uh, I know it's not, um, you know, so you just let me know if you're ever adamant about Greg, I miss you and we should record. Well, you know, going back to 2020, when we first started the show, a lot has changed since then. You now, you, you know, when you started, when we started, you only had one kid. Now you have three, which probably takes up some more time. You have a different job, which is, I think you're on the road more than you were. Agreed. And I have a girlfriend, which is totally new to me. And so, you know, there are times when, yeah. And due to our time zone differences, Mm -hmm. by the time you get home, I am usually, if I'm with her, I'm with her until, well, I'm, past I'm your sleepy bedtime. time. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, we just try to work things out and make it fit. And, and like I said, if, it, you know, if, if people really miss the power half hour, they have not let us know <laughs> anything. So that's kind of depressing in and of itself. Well, and, and then there are random days where I have a, a supposed to have a, an appointment in the morning. That's already 10 minutes from my house. And he, messages me two hours prior and says, man, I've got 
a lot of stuff I've got to get done. We got this, this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and can we meet next week? So all of a sudden my day is free. I thought about going to the office, but I promised my wife I was going to grill pork steaks for dinner tonight. So uh, I mean, I could have gone to the office and just left at two, but I, I figure I'll just stay home, do some laundry. I'll, uh, I'll talk with my buddy, Chad, who I, I know misses me uh, on occasion and, and we can, we can work out some of these content kinks. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I don't want to know about your content kinks. <laughs> That's, That's, this, chat, chat. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> People have got to stop using that word in that context. Because that's not what I mean, Chad. And so I feel, anyway, I, I feel uh, very discouraged that you're taking your, you, why are you being so naughty, Chad? Why are you being so naughty? So monkeypox. <laughs> oh, <gee. laughs> is, is that what you get when you watch the monkeys? Um, hey, hey, we're the uh, monkeys. Sadly, only one, one's left. It's a sad. That sad is sad. Thing. Yeah. Especially it's since Mickey. the last one. Uh, yeah. Uh, Michael Nesbeth died like a week after their final show. Yeah. So, I mean, at least he waited until the end, but he was out of time, just like us. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.